There is a dark city street, quite late at night, almost empty but for two figures, a hooded Vidalkin man and a pixie that floats near his shoulder. They move with purpose through the street, not encountering anyone, quite by design. If one were to look at them with a bird's eye view, they would see that others were out tonight, going about their lives. But they all avoided this particular alley and its nearby pathways, not through conscious decision, but due to a series of coincidental detours. A centaur can't manage the broken cobbles that mar a segment of road and overturned cart blocks the path of a group of revelers. A frightening-looking Golgari tramp frightens a small goblin woman into choosing a different path home. A third figure, finally, can be seen. It is a small girl with wild hair and dirty clothes. She crawls out from a gutter where she had been hiding, frightened of everything around her. She doesn't know where she is and has never seen a place like this before. The pixie perks their ears up and makes a silent gesture in thieves' cant to the Vidalkin man, indicating the alley they should take next. He is only a few steps in when they gesture again, frantic but still quite silent. Someone else is here. Breaking through the cordon of coincidence, a young guard from the Boros Legion is taking a shortcut after his shift has ended. The Golgari tramp could never frighten this hulking minotaur, and so it is he who stumbles upon this lost girl first. The Vidalkin man curses inwardly, but lets it be, with the intention that they will keep an eye on her. After all, how hard could tracking this minotaur be? This is going to be our podcast. It's called Table for Two because there are only two of us at this D&D table. So I'm going to be our dungeon master and we are playing a game in Ravnica. And who are you? I'm Aaron. Aaron Wells. I'm Ella Wells. Not related, just married. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Ravnica is like a, a world where the entire world is one big city. Um, And it's basically ruled by ten guilds who each serve a specific function. Um, If you play Magic the Gathering, then you are definitely familiar with Ravnica, uh, as that's where it originates. Um, If you're not familiar with What if I just started playing? Oh, then you're definitely familiar, because the newest set is also Ravnica. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) If if you're not familiar, like, feel free to look it up, but most things are going to be explained here enough that like you'll get it like it's it's not imperative to know it's like a fantasy big city yeah and each district of the city has a different purpose and like a different flavor and different kind of people that hang out there so like it's like chinatown and like little italy and things like that like in new york but new york is the entire world and it's like goblin town yeah there's like dragons and cultists (laughs) and um and like Spy the, agencies. The big deep well pit that like the mer people live in. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, tell us about your character now that we've kind of gone over that. Sure. Um, so my character, her name is May Unknown, and she is an elf sorcerer, 
and she is part of the Is It Guild. And, no, I'm sorry. She's part of the Is It League, League um, which is a guild in Ravnica. Um, and the Is It are a guild of inventors, creators, um, magic users, um, kind of people who like to do crazy things, experiment, and picture like a mad scientist and that's kind of the people that they are. Um, and as, all of that is very unfortunate because they are in charge of public works in the city. I was going to say, their their function in the city is like electricity and making sure that your, you know, house works properly and that your car is good and like... Oh, my house stopped running. Can you like come take a look at it? <laughs> so, um, yes. She... Um, is new to the Is It League. She has been working there as a research attendant in the metallurgy section um, for about a year now. She uses magic. Uh, she's a sorcerer. And um, yeah. On that note, let me tell you about a thing. Okay. So, um, any magic user in Dungeons Dragons needs to have either material components to cast those spells or a spell focus. Um, and so for this game, uh, for the spell focus that May will have is going to be this kind of like, um, this kind of like brass gauntlet that she'll wear. It's like fingerless, so like she has like regular range of motion. There's like a, a electric tube on the side of it and like the back of the hand like glows. Kind um, of like a like Tesla feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Kind, of, kind of like Tesla steampunk feeling. And she works at, like she said, the Lab of metal Metallurgy uh, in the Is It League. And metallurgy is very important in the Is It League um, <clears throat> because a lot of their uh, a lot of their technology is also infused with magic. So they need to have basically the best metals to interact with that. Okay. Um, and so we are going to start our game. Um, you have just woken up in your apartment. Um, it's my apartment. It's not shocking. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to assume at some point you're going to get out and go out into the room, into like the living space. So I'm going to yeah, start I'm gonna, I'm going to roll to stand up out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not, we're not going to talk about. Oh this God. <laughs> oh God. It was a one. Wait, let me roll for water pressure for you. <laughs> it landed on top of the other dice. Roll for breakfast. Okay. Oatmeal stop. Again. We're, we're done. We're done. Okay. <laughs> Um, so you go out into the living room. Um, this is a, uh, a cramped kind of place as neither an inhabitant, you or your uh, roommate, is particularly fastidious. Um, your roommate, her name is Zerga. She's a goblin um, and she is passed out on the couch um, in kind of an awkward position. Like her face is like in the cushion, like stuck uh -huh. there and her butt is just like in the air, like bent at the waist. It's comfortable. I mean, she must have been comfortable when she fell asleep like this. Yeah. Um, she she does work at a uh, at a club as a kind of um, entertainer. Uh, she's a nightmare clown. <laughs> entertainer. Yeah. Doing air quotes for this. Uh, for the cult of Rakdos who handle that sort of thing in this city. Um, but so uh, obviously, you know, her, her night stuff is kind of like, or her work stuff, excuse me, is like at night. So mm -hmm. she's 
come home and gone to sleep sometime before you were getting up and leave. And I, I gingerly work. place a blanket over her protruding behind. <laughs> Great. Um, so I, um, I, I said, you know, neither of you are particularly fastidious. Right. Um, I, th- that's not to say that this place is like gross or grimy or anything like that. It's just it's a lot of like stuff. You, you take care of your stuff, just not like where it goes. Yeah. I'm imagining like there's like varying piles of like spiky bras and like whips and chains from like Zerga and then like just like piles of like broken pieces of metal and like blow torches and stuff. It's like whose blow torch is this? Like <laughs> <laughs> Whose blow torch is this? Ha ha man <laughs> I don't know. I've seen you use one. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you use a blowtorch before. Um, so your your apartment uh, is on Foundry Street. Um, this is in the Smelting District, which is where, of course, the Metallurgy Lab is. Um, Foundry Street in particular has a heavy gobbly co- goblin concentration, hence you living with one. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a, a, a relative of one of your co-workers. Um, that's kind of how you met and, you know, ended up mm-hmm. rooming together. Um so, like, when you kind of, like, walk out onto the streets, um, it's early, so a lot of people are going to work, but you're, like, above everybody. <laughs> I'd say physically, but also, like, uh, emotionally, because you're an elf and you definitely got that fantasy racism going. No, I'm kidding. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> no, you, you are physically um, taller than almost everybody on the street. Like, goblins range from, like, four to five feet, and we didn't discuss your height, but I'm pretty sure you're taller than that. She's probably, like, six feet tall. It's, like, normal height for an elf. Yeah, and she's a high elf, which yeah. I feel like is the is the taller kind. Because the they're higher. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you go out onto the streets. Um, ma- mainly you're seeing, like, people who work in manual labor, like, construction and that kind of thing. Um, there's a fair few who bear the dragon-shaped um, uh, emblem of the Is It League. <laughs> what word did you write? Maroon. <laughs> I, I actually, and the reason I stopped so bad is because I'm not sure what I was trying to write. Medallion. Mm, that might be it, yeah. That's possible. Um, the, yeah, the dragon-shaped symbol of the... Uh, so it's early. Lead. It's like the sun is like just peeking up and there's kind of like misty and there's like steam coming out of the vents in the street. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's what I think. And there's like a guy like selling danishes from his cart. And I say... Hey, Frank. I'll take a Danish. I literally named one of the goblin attendants at the uh, at the place Frank. Okay, not so Frank. We're not hey going to be able to use that. No, I'll, I'll, I'll remind them. Pickle. Fair warning. Our podcast will definitely have animal sounds. We have four cats, one dog, and my 70-year-old father lives here. <laughs> he makes animal sounds, He too. only makes exclusively animal sounds. He'll, like, come out here sometime and just go, <laughs> mad. Um... And when, at our first attempt at this, I was editing it out, but honestly, I'm just... It just is what it is. Like, it is what... It's impossible to avoid it. Uh, it's at our kitchen table, like... We're at a kitchen table. Give us a break, people. Stop <laughs> tweeting me about it. Like Don't I, at me about animal noises. Like I have fans or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but seriously, like, 300 episodes in, when there's, like, fan art of everybody, and, like, we have this a Twitter, and a Patreon, <laughs> it's gonna be like, oh, Pickle's barking the microphone. Like, oh, it's so funny. <laughs> Pickle, wow. There's going to be like an episode without him and like people are going to tweet like, where's Pickle? Like, hashtag, where's Pickle? Hashtag, where's Pickle? 
Anyway, Frank responds. <laughs> no, Fran. Fran responds. Yeah, all right, it's a woman goblin. Mm-hmm. They're actually married. No. Frank and Fran. <laughs> Their celebrity couple name is just Frank. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Fra Frank. It's Franank. Fra Franank. Fra Franank. Um, that's that's also our go-to excuse whenever two people have anything in common is like they're married and <laughs> <laughs> draw from your life experience. Yeah, that's the only thing like about me. It's the fact that I'm married. What? That's so sad. I'm not like a nerd who plays D and D or anything. No. I wish there was like a camera that I could look into, like the office, like. I'm trying to think of what the audio equipment, is, uh, audio equivalent is. Womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> we can just edit that in if you want. I'm just gonna give you a really clean womp womp. Ready? Womp womp. Okay, I'll try to isolate that later for <laughs> okay. use in the future. Thanks. Anyway, Fran, let me get a Danish. Fran says, "Hey, I got a hot one here for you." She's very, very small goblin. Oh, a hot one. Yeah, hot Danish. Yeah, I love it. What? What else could that mean? <laughs> All right. Are the Danishes regular sized or goblin sized? Um, the Danishes are regular sized because goblins just eat regular sized food. Okay, I didn't know if they ate goblin sized food. No, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be like snarky here. I'm saying like they should have goblin sized food, but they don't. Okay. <laughs> like they just they just they eat just like, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, like okay. whatever. I'm into it. <clears throat> Get my morning Danish. I'm going to work. Going to see my friend at work. What day is it? Uh, Tuesday. Taco Tuesday at work. Taco Tuesday at work. <laughs> there's a there's a cafeteria. There is the cafeteria, but the taco stand only comes by on Tuesday, so it is still <laughs> Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> so yeah, you're uh you're moving through Foundry Street. Everything's um, looking normal. Right. Everything's looking Tuesday. pretty normal. You enjoying you, my Danish. You pass by a, uh, a Boros guard you know. His name's Brogdon. He's a... Uh, hey, Brogdon. He's a, uh, a Actually, it's like, hey, Brogdon. Because I have, like, Danish in my mouth. <laughs> oh, uh, yes, ma'am. Hello. And he, like, stands up, like, straighter, like, suddenly, like, being, like, uh, like more professional, like, after he sees you. And, like, there's a human companion, like, behind him, like, mimicking his emotions, like, mockingly. <laughs> and I say, not your boss. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> And he says, oh, yes, very good, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is he, my doorman? What are you, my doorman, Brogdon? Come on. I see you every day. Okay, okay man, you're right. Sorry. Okay. Anyway. We also have this interaction every day. The same interaction <laughs> every day. He, like, kind of, like, lets himself slump back down to, like, a regular <laughs> minotaur standing. Because mm-hmm. I imagine they don't stand up straight, like, in the I feel like the they're kind of, like... Yeah. Like that. They always look like they're ready for action. Yeah. Anything unusual about our interaction? Same no. old, same old. No, same old, same old. It, it, I'm it was, real into uh, my Danish. It was a different um, partner than you saw last time. Actually, it seems like every time you see him, not every time, but a lot of times you see him, he has a different partner. Like, he's uh-huh. the only, like, constant uh, guard here on uh-huh. Foundry Street. Okay. Um Boros, by the by, uh, for the listeners at home, is another one of the guilds, and they basically... Uh, it's the police! They're the police. It's the military! They're the... Yeah, they're the militarized police. Yeah, and it's like martial law. And then there's Azorius, who are the bureaucratic police. Yeah, so like, Boros like brings you in to the courthouse to see the Azorius. Yeah. yeah. I prefer... I would prefer to be taken in by Boros. I mean, definitely... 
It's like you, you talk. Zorius is gonna like nail you to the wall with some obscure law that you broke. They are. Bros are just gonna break your arm and send you back to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think um, this is just gonna turn into a, a Ravnica discussion podcast. <laughs> eventually, we'll have discussed enough that we don't have to like mention it anymore. Right, right, right. But yeah, you you pass him. Um, as you go down Foundry Street, it becomes like less goblin centric. Like as you're going down, there's more um just other things. Um, because you're actually heading north, kind of towards the center of this district in, in general, and that obviously uh, brings some different kinds of things. I just saw another typo. What was it? I'll tell you when I when we come up to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it ahead of time, and I'm disappointed. Yeah, you know, like I really thought that I. Uh, that I typed this up pretty good, but apparently not. Um, anyway, uh, you start, yeah, you start to see more people. You see, okay. like, some um, Selesnia uh, monks, like, walking by. And Selesnia? Oh, Selesnia, yeah. Selesnia. I got Simic and Selesnia messed up. Selesnia are, like, nature, These. religious fanatics. Yeah. Um, yeah, just kind of, like, walking by, like, their backs are straight. There's, like, uh, right by some stairs that, like, lead down like really steeply, I'm like leaning against the leaning against the post. There's like an elf wearing a, like a robe made out of like lichen and mushrooms and like. I'm pretty sure shit. it's lichen. You might be right. I'm pretty sure it's lichen. But then I just want to let you know. Werewolves. I just want to let you know. Lichen. So nobody asks you about lichen. Well, they lichen is the fabric that is made of ground up liches. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have them confused. Look, people... No, I don't. He's uh, he's made of ground-up liches. His, his clothes is made out of ground-up liches. Um, I mean, people got to start adding us about something. I'm pretty sure it's like... I mean, fine. Look it up. I'm That's what we're doing right now. It's oh. now a grammar podcast. It's our first podcast. Let us have fun. And also a spelling podcast. I'm going to, like, post this someday, and people are going to, like, make fun of it. Sorry. What did you do? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's lichen. Lichen. It also means a skin disease in which small pimples or bumps occur close together. That's not what he has. Wait, so I was right and we did all this for nothing? No, you said, you said lichen. Oh, I did say lichen. You're right. It's lichen. Man, I'm dumb. Okay, um, lichen, that's right. Lichen. Okay, cool. Um, fine. So he's looking dope in his he's mossy this, yeah, cape. This, this mossy cape, there's like those like hanging mushrooms like on his shoulders. Okay. He's got like, like some bizarre kind of uh macabre uh like face paint on okay um, <clears throat> looking real cool and he's kind of just like looking at you as you go by like twirling like a chain with like, I'm, I'm like emblem on the back <laughs> like licking the, the icing off my fingers finished my danish he like gives you like a finger gun but says nothing <laughs> she did I, it back, I do it back but... at i do it back at him yeah <laughs> is um, it is he doing that because i'm an elf he's like what's up elf uh, no, I don't think so. Um, he, he's actually a different kind of elf than you. Oh. Um, he's a, he's a dark elf. Um, he's the version of dark elf that Ravnica have. I'm just going to call it that. We can bother about it later. Okay. Um, but like, yeah, he's, he's like an undercity elf. All right. Like, well, yeah, I just, right back at you. Mossy man. <laughs> Mossy man. Um, but you're, uh, it's, it's still fairly normal, you know, um, as far as, fantasy cities go but you uh you go ahead and you head into work um the 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 metallurgy lab is uh like this one has its own building uh sorry she fell asleep no i had 
a hiccup burp thing at the same time. I know. I've been sitting here doing it like this whole fucking time. It's that it's leftover really pasta, man. Yeah. That's exactly what I just ate, too. Um, so, yeah. Um, I'll, there's a... Uh, I like that you have it set so it only picks us up when we're talking. I hope it doesn't mess up the audio, but I'm sitting here trying to move very quietly while I look something up. All right. Shh. Quiet. It's catching you. It's catching you. Pages are really loud when they turn. What are you looking for? I just, I can't goddamn remember. I can just Google it, honey. I have a phone. I have a computer in my Fuck hand. You. I have a computer in my hand. Rav. So, I've, I've got it. I've got it. Dark elves. Oh, that's not what I was looking at. Oh. Looking up. But feel free. I'd love to know what they're called. Pull up. We're going to have a contest and see who gets the answer faster. Devkarin. Yeah, that's the answer. There's also Silhana. Erstwhile, Simic. Simic is just any other elf who's had their body, like, mutated. Wrong. Oh, okay, I'm wrong. You are wrong. There was once a third tribe on Ravnica. Became largely extinct. Survivors mm-hmm. joined the Simic Command. Mm. So they are different. Did they join it or did they found it? Joined. But what the fuck was it named for before they got there? I don't know. They're just called Simic Elves because they joined the Simic Combine. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, sure. All right, anyway. Anyway, I'm into it. The Laboratory of Metallurgy has a standalone building. A lot of the labs that belong to the Is It League are in um, Nivix, which is the it's the largest tower, at least in the district. I think it might be the largest tower, like in the city world. Okay. Um, but that's where the dragon leader of the guild lives. Um, Niv Mizet. Niv Mizet. Is he a planeswalker? He is not a planeswalker. But he knows about planeswalkers. I, I think that's kind of like, I think it's kind of like implied slash rumored. Mm-hmm. I'm not he's really sure. smart. Okay, anyway, that's yeah, where he works. His uh, his little nickname thing is the Fire Mind. So smart. So smart. Um, but you don't go there. Not smart enough. <laughs> the, well, no, the, the laboratory of uh, metallurgy just has like, has more noxious fumes than most of them so they put it a little bit away um also of course when you're in the smelting district or smelting um corridor you are uh um obviously closer to where you can get various kinds of uh metal all right so you are uh you're gonna go ahead and head on to your uh your workplace um so you work in one of the labs uh there's sort of um the, the entire collection of, like, the metallurgy is called the Metallurgy Laboratory. It is, though, made up of smaller, like, places that, like, various people are in charge of for various different projects. Um, you are, you work in a, uh, in a metallurgy lab under a uh, kind of a mid-level level researcher um, named Mardomir, usually just called Marty. Oh, god damn it. Um, anyway, um, he's like a a man in his 60s he has like shaggy graying hair he's a human man he's a human man um it's it's like pushed back behind like some some goggles um he's uh (laughs) how long is it i don't know but it's greasy (laughs) (laughs) he's uh when you when you walk in he's kind of like standing at a tape at like a drafting table with like his hands like on either side of it like looking down at a uh a set of blueprints um that you've never seen before this is the first time you're um you're seeing whatever he's doing right now. Um, and there is a, uh, a goblin. Um, 
uh, a, a, a goblin um, worker. It is actually Frank, by the by, um, who works <laughs> for who works who also works for uh, Marty, like kind of with you, okay. um, like moving uh, back and forth through the place, kind of arranging things. And every once in a while, he'll leave and like come back. But like like a lot of what he's moving is like like pipes and like mm-hmm. uh, specifically, he's moving a lot of like different kinds of pipes and like kind of like working to adjoin them into this like. Just like a, a straight line kind mm-hmm. of like uh, um, <clears throat> arrangement, like it's like it's like really basic. Um, <laughs> just making a line of pipes. Just making a line of pipes. Laying some pipe. Um, but you can, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Th- this is the scene that you kind of come Penis into. It's, joke. Yeah, laying some pipe. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> the goblin's laying some pipe in the lab. Frank the goblin with the pipe in the lab. <laughs> It's like Clue, but for Bonin. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway, that is the scene that you walk into, babe. <laughs> okay. Um, is there, like, security that you gotta, like, flash your badge to get in, or can, like, anybody walk into these labs? All right, let's um, actually back up a second. So, uh, just outside of the lab, there's a um, kind of a brick, a brick wall. It's kind of basic. It's not that high. Um, but it is straight up crackling with electricity, like at all times. Okay. Um, and uh, most people kind of avoid it because most people, when they come near it, will get zapped. Mm-hmm. Um, but anybody carrying like an officially sh- sanctioned is its uh, insignia can pass through it. Okay, that's pretty dope. Actually, you know what else? I'm going to say it's it's even like a key card pass kind of thing. Like, your specific insignia is enchanted to let you into specific places that yeah. you are allowed to be. Yeah, that's pretty dope. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm into it. Um, and because of that, you're able to walk through the thing. Cool. What happens if you forget your your, your insignia? You get fucking zapped. I can't go to work? I got to go back to my apartment and get my insignia? Yeah, you only forget There's not once. like a guard there? There, there are some guards like on the inside of the wall, but like they're not gonna help you. Hey, throw me your insignia. Hey, can you just turn off all of the defenses <laughs> for a minute turn so off I the can thing? get in? <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna take a running jump midair. I'm gonna need you to just shut it off real quick so I can get through. No, wait, I'm not ready. And you like run into <laughs> it and get zapped. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of the um, okay. Cool. So, and that honestly, that's like one of the more simple ones that is it employs. Like all of their labs are defended by similar like devices, but the metallurgy lab is. I just I amazing. love how extra it is. Like is it is the most there's the, the most, most extra, extra like the hardest way to do something they want to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, they get like mad if they have to outsource something to somebody else. Yeah, that's why. That's why you know those researchers got a got a short lifespan. Sometimes you're not careful. Uh, yeah, that's uh, totally canon. Totally get blown up. Particularly um, goblin research attendants, because research attendants do the most dangerous things for everybody mm-hmm. else, and goblins are <laughs> reckless as shit. Touch it. Touch it real quick. I want to see what happens when you touch Frank, it. Frank, would you touch that goblin <laughs> for me for a moment? Just real quick, touch it. One finger. Okay. Anyway, that's the scene you walk into. What do you do? Um. First, I greet Frank. Hey, Frank. Hey there, man. How you doing? Um, I'm over here by like my locker, and I'm like, chunk, open my locker, and I get my work goggles on. Her uh, the the laboratory has a literal force field that opens when she walks by, but she has to put in a combination to open her locker. I'm just old school. 
Damn that's, it, I gotta start over. That's what that's what uh, rotary combination locks sound like, you guys. And sample that too. And put my goggles on, and I like. I already have like I have like an apron on, you know, like a a big like like a welder's like apron. Yeah. I'm wearing like my big boots. Like I'm ready to go. I walk up and I got my hands on my hips, and I'm like, "What's on the docket today, Frank?" All right, so you look over his shoulder and roll for Arcana. What? Well, you roll oh. dice in this game. Oh, wait, hold up. Oh, checking your modifier. Uh, 23. Oh, you're so fucking smart. I'm extra smart. So, um, you, you see, in fact, some of the, uh, I know, he's such a jerk. You see some of the, um, piping that, uh, Frank is moving around like the way that it's meant to be um, on this blueprint. Um, it's it's a it's a pipeline of sorts, um, obviously to transport like uh, some kind of liquid or gas. The way that the um, the way that the joints on the uh, piping are reinforced, as you can see in the blueprint, um, it can be surmised that this is done under like some pressure or speed. Um, you when you look around at either end of the pipeline and uh you and this whole thing like you've already gathered is just like a proof of concept like you're putting something together to see if something can be done okay um but you do recognize the devices on either mm. end they are <clears throat> plasmagnet plasmagnetic magnetic plasmagnetic <laughs> res you wrote it <laughs> i literally corrected this spelling yesterday <laughs> One more time. One more time. <clears throat> Plasmagnetic resonation chambers, and here's what they those do: uh, they render, <laughs> they they force uh, mesium into a gaseous suspension. Um, mesium is a uh, it's it's actually an alloy of steel, but it's specifically infused with magic, and it's incredibly useful in basically everything that uh, is it builds. Um, <clears throat> the its ability to be like to change forms is well noted, but it's never been terribly useful before, so you can make it into a gas actually mm -hmm. uh, without like superheat, like ridiculously superheating it. But like, it doesn't do much while it's like that. But like, who cares? But it's really fucking cool that it can do that. Mm -hmm. That's that's what they think. Um, but <laughs> that ability of it is clearly being made use of here in this uh, in this device. Okay, and then on the other side. On the other side, it's the same thing. It's another one of those. Um, so, uh -huh. okay. you, uh, what, what it actually looks like it's meant to do because of the, the way that the pipes go between them is to, um, transport mesium in a gaseous state. So like, like it could be like piped through walls right, right, rather right. than like carried in blocks up and down a set of stairs. Yeah. That sounds dumbass goblins. super smart. It'd be like, uh, you can like go up to this thing and be like, let me go to the metal tap and you like turn the thing and like the steel bark fucking comes out of it yeah that sounds super dope um <clears throat> so that's that's what i say i go wow that looks super dope what yes super dope uh this is what morty sounds like okay which is totally counter to what i wrote about him i, I wrote he was like a low energy character but now he kind of like talks like that all of your characters talk like that hey fuck you <laughs> all right ready do frank hey may how you doing and do morty Yes, it's incredible. I love this device. Nah, he did not sound like that just a second ago. I think he did. I mean, I like this better than what he did sound like a second ago. Okay. So yeah, ah, super dope. Mizium transporter for gaseous mesium? That's exactly what it is. 
You don't have to put a question mark on there. Put an exclamation point. You got it. Well done. It, it took Frank 10 hours to figure out what I was trying to have him build. I gave him the blueprints last night. Add this Frank bristles. Um, no. <laughs> Frank He's is, like, you right. <laughs> Frank just kind of like shrugs. He's like, you right, but I'm putting it together correctly now. No, you right, but I'm putting it together correctly now. Uh-huh. Um, uh, what's this for? I mean, I know what it's doing. Why is it doing that? Well, whenever we make Mizium, our fancy metal, for anybody else in any of the other labs, we have to send somebody to go take it there. Right, right, right. And I'm sick of losing my research attendance for hours at a time to go fucking run errands. So I'm just going to build a pipeline so that they can have Mizium on tap. That's super cool. Actually, not by your microphone while you're talking right now. That's super cool. It is. Uh, great. So what am I doing today? Well, I was going to have you help me uh, run the experiments with uh, this device, but I requisitioned two tanks of ferroplasm, and uh, I'm pretty sure they were both delivered, but now one of them is missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you need me to go I do. find it? <laughs> I have a, a pretty good suspicion, honestly, of where it's gone. Uh, a colleague of ours, another goblin named Grizrov, he requisitioned the same thing, but uh, he didn't get it because I did. And I'm pretty sure he stole it. Okay. Welp, I guess we're going to find Grizrov! You are. All right. What it, You D probably need to know some things about it. I sure do. Uh, let's see... To unlock this mission, I need to know, uh, where does he work? Um, <clears throat> I'm just going to drop the voice for a second. Grizrov works in the, um, it's oh, called the Laboratory of Orientation. Um, okay. Which is concerned primarily with uh, teleportation and that sort of thing. Okay. Um, the, uh, <clears throat> the biggest problem you're going to have with this quest is that... Uh, <laughs> with this quest? <laughs> with this quest is that uh, the Laboratory of Orientation uh, moves. And you don't necessarily know which place it's going to be right now. Great. Um, cool. All right. Second question. What does Grovlov look like? <laughs> Grizrov. What does Grizrov look like? <laughs> Grizrov uh, is a goblin. Well, um, yeah. He's uh, a little tall, actually, for mm -hmm. a god, like kind of tall. Mm -hmm. He actually has hair. Most goblins don't, but he Where? does on his head. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know if I was looking for, like, furry beast man. No, he's not furry beast man. He has, he has hair on his head. <laughs> hair on his head. What color? It's, uh, like, brown, and it's, like, shaggy and ridiculous. All right, that's really easy to pick out. Love it. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, Cool. Uh, why he just wants it? What are they doing with it over in the orientation hall? He has some kind of ethereal plane resonation thing. He's trying. I don't know. Okay, thought it might be useful. They. <laughs> he like throws his hand up. The, the the project was next. I don't. We we weren't do. We weren't supposed to be doing it. Okay. Weird. Um. So he's probably still doing that thing he's not supposed to do. Um, bad boy. Um, do you know anybody who works there? I don't know anybody who works there, but I know somebody that you know who does. 
Who? The person that you know <laughs> is, uh, name is Juvba. And this is a, another goblin research attendant. He's actually Zerga's uncle. Um, that she, and he's the reason that you two know each other. Like he introduced. So I would have known this. You, uh, you wouldn't know him. You wouldn't necessarily know his connection with Grizrov. Okay. Uh, Grizrov tried to employ him, but he refused. Uh, so I think that he's been to the, uh, been to the lab at one point recently. So he probably has an idea of where it is. Love it. Cool. Juvba is, uh, really fucking good at being a research attendant. Okay. Like, he's got, like, seniority over everybody, and he's, like, in demand. Like, that's Love the it. deal. Okay, cool. he hasn't managed to kill himself. Juvba. Let me write this down. J-U-V-B-A. Grizrov. Juvba. All right. Um, so, this is a big cart of iron? No. Um, this is, at, like, uh, let's say a little bit bigger than a two liter um like bottle and it's like a canister okay and it's got like this uh you know when you have like something floating in water to the way that like flows around like that Mm -hmm. it's like this like blue stuff that like like there's like bits of darker ones that like swirl around in it cool love it um all right looking for grizrov it's got hockey player hair Juba. He's got some sick flow. Might know where the orientation lab is. The orientation lab moves. I'm looking for a canister with floaty blue and black. It's called ferroplasm. Ferroplasm. Do me a quick favor and roll Arcana. Love it. Eight. Not great. I used all my brain power already today to figure (laughs) out that fucking blueprint. Uh, you know what? Honestly, that previous role is going to carry over a little bit because it's relevant. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, b- because it's directly relevant to what ferroplasm is. Um, so we'll say 10. Sure. All right. That's that's that a 10. Right. A 10. Um, it's like a liquid slash gas. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly clear what it is uh, as far as like a state of matter goes. Um, but it's it's useful for um, creating specific kinds of like ethereal and uh, slash magnetic fields. Okay. Um, and as such, uh, you know, it has a a very particular kind of, I guess we would say, magical or electromagnetic signature. Um, is there a possibility that I will see many canisters? And have to figure out which one is which. There's no possibility that's going to happen. Okay. Um, can I touch this thing? Yeah, it's it's the like canister's you, fine. Pro- you probably don't want to touch ferroplasm itself. Uh-huh. Um, it might um, be fine. It might be like mercury, though. All right, know? word. We'll find out in a few years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like that's a good amount of information. Um. I hope so. If, if you could think of anything else to ask, I may have answers for you, but I, I, th- I think you did uh, get a decent amount of information on the yeah. subject. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, so I'm, that's what I'm doing today, Frank? I'm not helping you with anything? <clears throat> this is what I'm doing? There's nothing to help with until I get my ferroplasm back. All right. Uh, while I, he's saying that, he's I, like... I sadly... You can keep all your stuff on. I mean, the apron looks goofy if I'm not in the lab. <laughs> I take the apron off. Um, I keep the goggles on, though, just for the aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, while, while he says that there's nothing to do without the stuff, he's like writing calculations, trying to figure out how to do it with as much as he has. Yeah. And like you could see like a long like roll of paper with a bunch of shit scratched out because he's been doing this like all morning. All right. Well, mm, all right. I'm off to find Juba. So Juba, uh, as I mentioned before, he's Pull like. Pull up. Pause. Yeah. Tell me. Um. Can we have some kind of item in this world that is anachronistic and that it's like a cell phone? So I can like <laughs> I can like text my girl and be like, "Yo, where your uncle at?" Okay, so in D and D, you have stones <laughs> of far speech. I'm thinking that the same. But I want to text. Wait, no, 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 listen, 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 listen. I'm thinking that the same kind of. Uh, like technology or magic is applied technologically here in like a more advanced form. Okay. Instead of having ones that are like attuned to each other, you can literally dial another one. Yeah. It's like it's like an invention of is it? And like Definitely. most people uses like stones of far speech, but like some people have these is it ones that are like super dope, but like sometimes they blow up. <laughs> like those iPhones or whatever those phones were that blew up in people's pockets. I think that was a kind of iPhone. Um, <clears throat> no, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't. Don't sue us, Apple. Apple, please! <laughs> oh god, they're barging in! Apple, they're I here need already. podcast! <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh yeah. So yeah, you've got this little thing. Um, it's It's roughly the size, I would say, of... It's like as wide as like uh, like a tablet, like like a tablet computer. Okay. Um, but it's like okay. Yeah. It's like kind of like high up. It, it looks a little bit like a typewriter instead of like the things going ticky 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 touching like paper. It has like these arms that like twist around this like sphere that uh-huh. it's holding that uh-huh. has like different parts that like go onto different things so like when you dial a certain thing it'll like suddenly go and twist the uh okay. this um special stone of far speech into a specific position uh-huh. to attune it to a specific other stone of far speech pretty cool that, that that's what it that's is pretty that's cool um <clears throat> so yeah you you, go, you like tick, 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 and like so <laughs> What, what do you say? <laughs> I say, what's her name again? Zerga. Zerga. Zerga? It's Zerga. Zerga. I say, Zerga, you wake yet? She's probably still sleeping. New stone, who dis? Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> she does not. Somebody else answers. <laughs> then who was phone? <laughs> no, she answers. <laughs> she does? She was asleep on the couch and she answers already? I just got to work. All right, fine. She doesn't answer. I'm Fuck just saying, you. doesn't it make more sense that she, like, he's leaving me on, like, just, like, texting, 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 she's not answering. And I'm like, ugh, sir. It's, yeah. Yeah, all right, it's fine. Yeah, she doesn't right? answer. Just make it more fun. She doesn't answer. She doesn't answer. I, I send her, I send her the, the purple horned emoji that's frowning. An actual devil crawls out of her stone <laughs> and, like, punches her in the face. <laughs> And she just goes like, like, rolls over and goes back to sleep. She like, she like grabs it and like bites its head off. It's fine. It was made out of licorice. Um, Okay. I go. All right. Well, I guess I'm hoofing it. You're going to hoof it either way. You just just don't necessarily know where you're hoofing it to. (laughs) Um, All right. 
If I were someone who lived and worked near Is It or worked for Is It, and I was trying to find another lab, where would I go to find the other lab? Is there like a Malmanac or like a guest service desk? Um, yeah, you know what? I, I think that Is It would have a directory of um, of like laboratories mm-hmm. and like their specific locations. Okay. Um, so you could go to, uh, yeah, you, you could look up this directory. Um, All right. You probably, I'll, I'm trying to think if there's a, another way that you, yeah, you know, every, um, every lab has one of these directories added so that people can figure shit out. Okay. So you just it does make sense that Izzo would have this. Like, yeah, absolutely. They are does. absolutely going to have something like this. It, de- it def- definitely makes sense. Um, so what are you going to do at the, uh, directory? Um, is it just... Punch in your own information. There's not somebody sitting there, right? I don't think we'd have somebody sitting no, there. No, it's not. It's it's, it's uh, like it's totally like a computer. mechanical. Yeah. Um, I'm going to walk up and I'm going to type in... Um, Every letter that you put in is actually like a lever you have to like pull and it's like 30 pounds. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, the keys are like kind of hard to press though. It's like... Chick, chick, like kay. twice what a typewriter would be. Um, yeah, I'm going to type in like... Um, Lab of orientation, and it's gonna be like plink, 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 plink. Those are the key sounds. Yeah. I'm imagining that this like directory has, um, it it has a kind of a map like laid out in front of you, like of the. uh, It's just a map of the tenth district, which is the entire district that you guys live in, Um, and it's like three dimensional, so it has like some Mm -hmm. like it's not like super detailed, but it's like mm-hmm. enough that it has like height and depth. Um, and you see a uh, little, uh, m- most of it's gray and suddenly, most of it's blue. Is it colors are blue and red, so I'm gonna say it's blue. Um, but like a bunch of little red dots appear um, in various places throughout the map. Um, okay. Some of them are in Nivix. Um, there's like one or two that are like Floating um, reasonably nearby. There's one over in the blister coils um, up where we have like hydroelectric projects with uh, with uh, is it? Yeah, so it seems like the lab orientation is just all around you at all times. Um, I'm gonna go to the nearest peeps, these red little beans, and find them. I guess the ones that are floating nearby. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, this is my first stop. This is- these little beans. These little beans. <laughs> um, where is it? <laughs> um, I'm gonna say the like the nearest one that you see is actually reasonably close by. Like it's it's actually like. Flying. I'm picturing like I'm looking at this map and then I'm like and I like look up and like look out the window <laughs> and there's just like a goblin like floating by and I'm like you motherfucker. That's exactly it's what you. happened. Now. It's not a goblin floating by, but like you like look for like the closest one and like you see like the you are here mark and there's one like right above it. And like when you like look outside, you see that there is like this li- this um kind of building thing like drifting by. Okay. It's not actually there's a um like a rope lift actually down into the uh, laboratory of metallurgy. Like they're here to acquire something right now. Word, I'm riding over to that. I'm running right over to that lift. Dope. So you you head upstairs, um, get roof access. Nobody stops you. Is it is like lax as fuck. Very lax once you're in the grounds. Yep. Like if if you can get past the thing that will fucking melt you, uh, there's really nothing else to worry about. (laughs) 
I mean, except for the general danger that's all around you at all times. <laughs> the fact to, that you may die at any moment. To accentuate that point, as you walk up, you hear, like, a boom. And, like, you can see, like... No, you don't react at all because this is, like, normal. Okay. And, like, you can see, like, a near a, a window nearby to where you... Like, to, to the ledge that you're at. Starts, like, pouring, like, molten metal onto the ground. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, in the background as I'm like... Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, there's um. Gonna go catch me, goblin. That's ex- oh man, wait, shoot, we are doing a goblin hunt. Goblin hunt, goblin hunt. It's a no specific goblin. goblin hunt. You're not just like pulling ears and like bounty showing hunt, them. To- <laughs> okay, so you. <laughs> anyway. Uh huh. <laughs> There's, uh, yeah, so there's this lift on, like, these chains, and, like, um, various different metals are being, like, loaded onto it so they can Mm -hmm. be, like, lifted up, and there's, like, a goblin with, like, a checklist. Um, When you, like, walk by him, the checklist doesn't have any writing on it. It's all pictures. Oh, and he's illiterate. He's illiterate. Oh. Still doing his job, though. He's really good at it. He's great at it. Actually, that's Jufba. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) He can match a picture like a son of a bitch. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, he's doing that. Um, And he, he like, kind of, like, looks up and sees you and, like, lifts his clipboard, like, in front of his face, like, between you and, like, keeps doing it. Mm -hmm. And, like, his brow is, like, furrowed in, like, extreme concentration. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I pay no mind to him. Just step right up onto the lift. Just go right in. Ain't nobody stopping me. Okay, you go, you get onto the lift, and uh, nobody fucking stops you. In fact, like, right when you get onto the lift, you see, like, another goblin, like, looking down from above, and he, like, assumes that this is, like, what what, what we were waiting on, and, like, pulls the lever, and you start to, like, race. <laughs> the other goblin is still, like... He's like, like hey, he thing. let it on. <laughs> no, the other goblin is still, like, holding the thing in front of him, and, like, you're, like, halfway up when he, like, pulls it back down. He's, like, looking around, like, where did it go? <laughs> Um, so you, you, you pull up into the thing, um, you, you come into like, kind of like a landing bay, I suppose you'd say. There's like, uh, some curved staircases. Um, the whole, the whole structure is like cylindrical, I suppose I would say. And it's like, like conical on the bottom and the top. So like you come in through like, and the bottom cone, cone, quote unquote, is like cut off and like you come in through that point. Uh So there's like these like curved staircases that go up that area. Okay. um, Like towards something um, and you just hear like commotion up above. Mm -hmm. Um, There's like obviously the crackle of electricity um, but you have the experience to realize that it's like you can tell by the sound that it's like the wrong crackle of electricity. Like something's, something's fucked up up there. Okay. And there's like you can actually see occasionally, like, a piece of paper or loose something will, like, blow down the stairs because there's, like, wind just going everywhere. Um, and uh, that's the other goblins. <laughs> the the other goblin that you saw is, like, you can go up there if you want. I wouldn't, but... This is the lab of orientation? Yeah, there's one of them. Cool, cool, cool. Um, you know what's going on up there? I didn't have a name ready. Hmm. I meant to. Fizbin. Yeah, all right. Fizbin. Yeah, Fizbin and Balin overloaded the fucking bluster squall machine. It's 
tell you. Going all over the place. You've, you've seen it once. You've seen it a million times, those Buster Wind machines. Yeah, I know. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Anyway. All right. Up I go. Okay. So you go upstairs. Um, there's like uh, a human woman um, and she's got like this big contraption like on her arm. And like there's like just like for your benefit at least... It's like what Inasa has, uh-huh. like on the like on the one hand, like it, it looks kind of like that. Mm-hmm. But basically, like it's just like spewing air like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this like uh, cord connected to it that's like going off to like a like a generator looking thing in the background, and it's just like letting off zaps of electricity. And she's like kind of like flinching away from it, just like holding the wind device like as far from herself as okay. she can. And there is a um, uh, a Vidalkin man. Um, Vidalkin are hairless, blue-skinned humanoids. Uh, I think they're amphibious, actually. Oh, word? Yeah. Weird. Um, but there's a, a Vidalkin man who's, uh, it might be like Vidalkin or something like that. I've never heard it said. Um, who's like at a table, like writing almost casually. Um, just like in complete contradiction to what's happening behind him every once in a while like one of his papers will start to like try to get blown away and he'll put like something heavier on top of it to like prevent it. <laughs> just like calmly um okay do they acknowledge my presence um the the human woman does not uh-huh. uh but the vidalkin man uh looks up at you and he says something, but you can't hear him because of all the noise. Right, right, right. Um, that's fine, because I have something very useful for this situation. Yeah, I love it. One what moment. do you have? One moment, please, as I gather my information. Uh, let me know when you're ready. Oh, I'm, I'm totally ready. Go ahead. Oh, word. Um, I'm going to cast one of my cantrips called Message. Okay. Um, I have an idea of what this probably does, but uh, explain it for the listeners. Uh, message. You point at a creature and whisper a message that only it can hear, and it can whisper back a reply that only you can hear. All right. What do you whisper? Um, that's a good question. I point at this creature because he's looking at me. He is. And I say... He, like, says something again, but, like, only a little bit louder, and you can still barely make out anything from it. What? <laughs> uh, so you get the, the whisper back this time like I think he doesn't actually realize that a spell has been cast mm-hmm. he just continues to speak but this time you can hear him because, the spe- because mm-hmm. of the spell and he says can I help you now I'm just going to clarify it's cantrip doesn't have any other kind of things on it so I can just do this yeah anytime you want love it um, is it like you are whispering but nobody can hear you speak besides the person you're pointing at? Correct. Okay. Weird, right? That's useful as shit. It's and the only really thing good. you have to do is point? Yeah. Well, I need some copper wire, but I'm pretty sure I have some copper wire on your, me. Your gauntlet thing is your uh, arcane. Uh, if, if, if The only time that you actually need the materials of the spell lists are if you don't have a, uh, an arcane focus with you or if the item has a listed value. If the item has a listed value, it is required. Okay. Well, then, yes. All I got to do is point at him. Um, Let's see. It's limitations. You can cast through objects if you know the target and that it's beyond the wall. But magical silence, one foot of stone, one inch of metals, a thin sheet of lead, and three feet of wood will block the spell. The spell can move through corners and other openings. Cool. So, yeah. um, I'm looking to make sure that I am in the uh, orientation lab. 
Let me be clear. Are you in the orientation? Are you looking for the orientation for new Is It League members or the Laboratory of Orientation? Laboratory of Orientation. Yes. How can I help you? What do you need moved? Welcome to the Laboratory of or- Orientation. What can we move for you today? Um, I'm looking for a fellow named Grizrov. He like... Like, his face, like, freezes for a second, and he, like, rolls his eyes, and he says, It's the lab above the blister coils. Thank you, my friend. I don't know why you want him. I ask myself that question every day. You want him every day? It's a hard life, being an elf. I feel like there might be some sexual implication here, and I'm not sure what. There's something there. I can't. I can't. There's something it out. in this face that I'm not sure of what's happening. Um, but yeah, you've uh, you've got your answer. Thank you. Y- you're very welcome. You and might want to help her. When they finish loading up all of the materials, sure. we can nullify the uh, excessive sure. charge. Sure, sure, sure. Love it. Love it. Um, s- electricity in here sounds great, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm back down the stairs. All right, great. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I did it. You did it. You, did you, it. you solved my room that's too loud puzzle. <laughs> A perfect cantrip for such an occasion. No, we can't steal everything from the Adventure Zone. Though. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. Again. I'll never say it again. Okay. All right. So... Your uh, your target, you now know, is in the lab. And you did, in fact, uh, if you recall, see that there was a lab floating over the blister coils. Um, the blister coils are... Uh, it's mostly underwater. Um, this Or there is a lot of water, I suppose I would say. Um, that's the one that's above the hydroelectric stuff? That's exactly correct. And that's um, not near where we are now. I need to go there. It's, it's not terribly far... Um, to be honest, but, uh, oh yeah, it's actually not that far at all. So, you're, like, over here somewhere. Blister coils are right here. Okay, Yeah, it's not terribly far. Actually, come to think of it, I could very well have said that it was the closest one to go to. (laughs) (laughs) But it wasn't, because there happened to be one above us. Alright, so, what, uh, what you gonna do to head over there? I mean, I guess I'm just gonna walk over there. Sweet. I don't think I... Do I need to do anything specific? Like... You just need to see if he has this uh, ferroplasm shit that Marty's looking for. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I'm just going to head over. Okay. Unless anything unique happens along the way. Something unique might happen. Trying to see what the roads look like between the uh, these areas. Yeah, you're actually in some luck here. Um... The Trans Guild Promenade mm-hmm. um, is very close to where you are right now, mm-hmm. um, and it heads to uh, over to Tin Street, which is just above um, Blister Coils. The Trans Guild Promenade is a it's a road that goes basically throughout the entire uh, at least the entire district. I think in some places it goes through like um, like more of the plain as well, but uh, it has like multiple branches and goes a lot of different places but it's um it's like a neutral place um for uh all guilds basically like almost everybody like respects this idea that like you don't cause guild shit in the uh don't start no shit won't be no shit yeah exactly (laughs) 
it's like uh, it's it's like sacred basically. Gotcha. Um, hence the name. But yeah, you could actually head right over to the Transkill Promenade, and uh, if you do so, you can you'll come out uh, a little bit north of the blister coils. But I'm imagining you can you know walk yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. closely. I, it's probably the easiest way to get there. Yeah, it's it's not the most direct by any means, but I, I think it'll be the easiest. Yeah, that's fine with me. So yeah, you um you you basically uh you don't have to go very far to get onto the street. Um, it's nice. Honestly, it's like really well maintained. It has these like smooth white stones for the paving. Um, <clears throat> there's like most of the people here are um, reasonably well behaved. Not everybody is like necessarily like well off, or, like fancily dressed or anything like that. But everybody's like kind of like peaceful in this situation. Um, and you do absolutely see people from uh, all guilds and also some people who might not belong to one or. Uh, been some kind of unusual creatures. You actually walk by a troll um, at one point, and it has like a, a parasol, like a really big parasol that it's holding over itself to like keep the sun off. Um, and it's like hunched shoulders, just kind of like trudging. Um, and it has like a shopping bag. Weird. It has like a shopping bag in one hand, and like the hand holding the parasol is like also trying to hold like a list that it's like looking at. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it can read when the other goblin couldn't. <laughs> Crazy, right? The education in this world. You don't know something this troll's needs, story. Something needs to be done about the school system in Ravnica. Probably the goblin just fucking skipped every time. Goblins. We're being a little racist now. A little now. bit about goblins, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's the sort of thing you see. There's like, uh, Rakdos fo- fellows, like putting on like street shows, much tamer ones than you see in the gore house where Zerka works. Yeah. Um, actually they're, they're kind of nice. Like there's like satires in like these puppet shows uh-huh. and like these incredibly intricate you marionettes. Mean satyrs? Those two. Wow, babe. <laughs> that was rough. What word do you think I was saying? Well, first I thought you meant satire, like the written yes, irony. That is what I meant. Oh. The show, a- the show is a satire. I thought that you were making a joke about it and not actually trying to correct me. Wow. So I said, yeah, that too. Like, Oh, then I am confused. I don't think there are satyrs in this world. I mean, fuck it, whatever. Um, but no, they're like, they're, they're like uh, political, like inter-guild satires. Um, and like, <laughs> if you like stop to watch one, like some Rakdos guy will like shake you down from now. <laughs> Not me. At any place else in the city, that's what would happen. But here, there's just like, uh, like a spiky hat, like laid out and people like put coins in it uh-huh. every once in a while. Um, that's fun. There's like a, uh, right, right next to each other, and they're both kind of annoyed by this. There's um, some, uh, a fellow in like these white and green, like pristine robes selling like fruits and vegetables. And like right next to him is, uh, is a, like this dirty looking human man with like, literally you actually see like a beetle crawl through his hair at one point. And he's actually dressed like, like you remember the elf from uh-huh. before. He's just a little bit like that, but like... It doesn't, like, it doesn't look good. Like, yeah. the elf, like, kind of pulled it off, but, yeah. like, this guy just looks like he's, like, dressed in garbage, and he's selling, like, various, like, pots of, like, this slop. He's actually not selling it. He's giving it away freely. That's worse. It's worse. 
That's way worse. But there are people who obviously don't have anything else to eat who are coming up here and taking this. Uh, the Golgari Swarm welcomes you. The Golgari Swarm welcomes you when all others would forsake you. Enjoy your slop. Enjoy your slop. Do not think about it. Don't even worry about it. Like, I just, you heard me describe him. Do you think he washed his hands? Do you think he's washed anything ever? <laughs> Maybe when he was like a child. Um, anyway, that's the story. <laughs> what, the, fa- the, the idea of him as a child was the worst part? It's the worst part. <laughs> just like his finger, like second knuckle, knuckle deep in his nose. He comes out and is like a spider. So gross. That's your favorite guild, BT Dubs. Uh, it is unfortunately my favorite guild. <laughs> I know, they're so nasty. So gross. They're the sewer people. They're literally literal the sewer, people. sewer people. They eat poop. No, they eat like dissolved rotten flesh. You think none of the Golgari swarm have ever eaten poop? <laughs> I don't think it's the I standard. guarantee they have eaten poop. I guarantee a piece of flesh could fall into a pile of poop, and, and they eat would eat, still eat it. Ah, oh, my sandwich. Oh, well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's really sad, though. I thought what you were going to say was... What did you think I was going to say? Mm, the Selesnia person selling fruits and vegetables, and then, like, a Simic person also selling fruits and vegetables that were just, like, not right. Oh, like, man, that's so much better. Like, would you like a tomato or a tobacco? <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's that, too. Um, his biggest... <laughs> the thing he has the biggest stock in, and he's pretending it's his biggest seller, even though nobody you can see his bot one, <laughs> is this, like, melon that you can... It's red for some reason, and you can see, like like, a seam on the side of it that only goes, like, halfway around, and, like... What, like, as you're walking by, you're looking at, like, a tongue <laughs> out of one of them and, like, licks, like, lit, like its lips. No. <laughs> no. And he's like, come get your red melons. Red melons? That's what he's advertising them as? Is he going to call them fucking mouth melons? I'm not sure what he would call them. I feel like a red melon is very low-hanging fruit. But, um, tss. Well, it was going on a vine <laughs> on the ground. Yeah, so that's what I'm picturing. Just, like, so many fruits being sold. Just, like, every guild has a different kind of fruit to sell. If our listeners have ever seen the show (laughs) Chowder, like, all the fruit in that show is, like, what this guy's selling. There's, like, fruit that, like, hangs onto a stick and, like, you have to, like... You have to, like, let it grab your arm to, like, take it with you. (laughs) And, like, you can't get it back. Like, you can't get it off until it's time to actually fucking eat it. Yeah. And then, like, just pots of... Slop. There's like, uh, and honestly, like, I don't know which is the worst option: is eating the simic fruits and vegetables or the Golgari slop. I feel like either way is a bad decision. The Golgari slop has never killed anybody or let anyone die. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's like a bucket that has like a liquid in it, but like you can see a stem sticking out. When somebody like reaches in to grab it, like it all like stays together like water cohesion. No, the Golgari slop has never killed anyone. And the Simic fruit might kill you, but you'll come back. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, something will. It's not the end of the road with Simic. 
The Simic. For- I think I think that's actually the other way around. It's not the end of the road if you die as a gruel. The Simic will just like you mean harvest Golgari? your Golgari. Golgari, yeah, excuse me. Um, the the Simic will just harvest your shit and sew it onto somebody else. Yeah. But nicely. Anyway, the point being, there's lots of stuff to see on the promenade. It's very interesting. We've gotten so far off track. <sighs> this is going to become just a Ravnica joke podcast. No, really. As soon as we've said, as soon as like every <laughs> guild has been mentioned, it's going to be normal. No more descriptions. Enjoy them while they last. Oh, no, I'm going to describe shit. Just no more fun examples. No, we're still going to get fun examples. How is it going to be any different? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um,. You continue on. <laughs> you keep walking. So the Trans Guild Promenade over here um, in the section that's, uh, you're, you're near the section that's called Tin Street. Um, not quite there. Um, but like this area basically overlooks the blister coils. Um, a lot of the, a big portion of this area is like like tenements, um, <clears throat> like kind of like worse places. But there's like this big, loud like river that's like flowing through and like it's like water falling off into this enormous pit that's like below them like it's on like the next like tier down um and this pit is like the it's you know this because you live here but it's uh, it's called zonot seven it's actually like the simics like zonot seven yeah it's like this it's like the simics like guild hall kind of okay. it's just this deep deep pit okay and the water's going into the pit? Yep. Weird. Yep. Uh, um, it, but not before it is turning a multitude of huge-ass water wheels. Word. Um, I'm looking for... Did you see that? No. All right, cool. I'm looking for... What was it? The steam coils? Blister coils. Blister coils. This whole area is called the blister coils, but the reason for that is because of the um, hydroelectric plant right, right, um, right, down right, at the bottom. Right. Um, so I'm looking up... You're looking up. Do I see anything? Totally. Um, There's so much shit. <sighs> you do, you do. Um, so you see, uh, I mean, there's like griffins and like various different like oh, This place is so cool. Just like flying around. The griffins will fuck you up. They're like Boros steeds. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of interesting stuff in the sky. Um, but the thing that you're looking for is the um, is another one of the like branches of the laboratory of orientation, um, and you do see one. So the one that you saw before was like floating serenely, just like hanging there. Um, this one is like it's bobbing slightly, um, and rather than like just being like this like kind of like like conical like diamond kind of thing it's like it looks like it looks like a split level house mm-hmm. um that's got a kind of a small one that's got like w- these big broad wings on it that have like these like turning turbine kinds of things and like every once in a while like it'll come out like a little off balance and like wobble like one way but then it'll like correct itself okay um mm, i need to get there maybe yeah it's it's a I, I would say it's a good bet that this is the place you're looking for. All right, how am I gonna get there? What 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 else am I seeing around here? So down below in the uh, in the blister coils, like I said, mostly like kind of like tenements. It's floating like you actually don't even have like from where you are, you don't really have to look up because you're like a layer above this area. Like it's like more or less in front of you but it's like above the the region known as the blister coils mm-hmm. um 
So there's a lot of buildings uh, down there, like stacked kind of precarious, some of them. Um, a couple, I suppose I will say, do get kind of close to the lab. Um, like in height, uh, you haven't seen it like actually run into anything or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, down past, uh, like beyond these tenements from you, there is this like walkway over top of the flowing water. Um, and the water actually, like the wheels are not turning right now. Um, there's like the water isn't actually flowing. It's been like, like stopped. Mm -hmm. um, I imagine they have like a sluice gate or something. They can just like stop it when they need to. Mm -hmm. um, and you can see some, uh, some, is it colored uh, workers down there? Um, when I say is it colored, I mean they're wearing the is it colors, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> blue and red. Um, down there, like kind of, most of the is it people are like yelling into the water. Um, and as you're watching, you see, like, something, like, blue and kind of slimy, like, crawl out of the water. Like, have, like, a little conversation with the Izzet people. Take something, take, like, some, like, implement or, like, tool from them and then go back in. Mm-hmm. Interconnected guilt activities. Uh, that's, uh... If I had to guess. It could be. That's what it is in my head. Um, all right. Let me ask a question. Yeah. I, and like like I said, I have no solution yeah, like yeah, yeah. in mind. Um, so go as fucking buck wild as you want. Right. How does the inter-trans-guild trans -guild promenade. promenade feel about magic happening <clears throat> on the trans-guild promenade? I mean, the main thing is that it's not meant to be like aggressive. Like, if it's aggressive, it's a problem. Sure, but like, sure, people, sure, sure. people do magic. Um, it's part of Rakdos shows. And now, if I'm shit. if I'm standing on this upper level and I'm like kind of like looking out at the or like above, is it above me? Is it across from me? The the lab is more or less across from you. Like I said, it's okay. bobbing kind of slow. If you want it to be above you, I'll say it is. I just. I, it would be better for me if it was above me. I, I said that it was across to like make it like put it more in reach, but we're, we'll retcon back to my original <laughs> thing and say that you had to look up. It's like I mean, it's above. moving, so it we'll moving. say that it's going between in front sure, of yeah, and above it, me. It, yeah, it, it's um, moving and it's like bobbing. And now, moves. when it's above me, how far away would you say it is? Um, I would say it varies, but I would say it comes as close as thirty feet. All right. Um, in fact. At one point, very briefly, you see it come closer, mm -hmm. and like you hear like one of the griffins like cry uh, from up above, and you see it like start to like dive bomb, and then it like floats back up, and the griffin like spreads its wings and like stops okay. and like, continues okay. doing just to just it's uh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, on the floating lab, mm -hmm. it's got wings. It, it does. The wings. Is there have, like, like a front door? Is there like? Is. is there like? anything hanging off of it like um it it does have like like a trap door on the bottom uh -huh. it's not like like the the elevator on the other one was like a part of the thing and it was uh -huh. like really fancy but it's just like a trap door that gets let okay. down you get the feeling a rope ladder <laughs> okay. would come out All if right. you opened it this is what i try um there's stuff for sale on the promenade absolutely there is cool are there any nearby stores that might sell a step stool, uh, a table, a chair. Um, yeah, you could. There's, there's definitely somebody who's doing like, um, like selling carpentry work. Uh, I'm trying to think of a particular guild would be in charge of that, but I 
I don't think it matters too much. I just need, I mean... Yeah. A cup... um, Okay. A cup... uh, I don't know what you're looking for. You find a carpenter. Any kind of box. You find a carpenter. Um, And you can get like a chest, a chair, a cabinet. It doesn't have to be that big. Um, What the hell are you about to do? I could go for a ring box. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Okay, I'm waiting. Wait. Um, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, it's so good. Um, <laughs> this is my plan. Just, just tell me what you're doing. Like, I'm going explain, to... Like, like, tell me what your character does. Okay. My character is going to wait until they're within about 30 feet from me. Cool. Right? Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast a spell. It's a second level spell. All right. And it's called Enlarge Slash Reduce. Okay. And I'm going to reduce the size of the lab. (laughs) (laughs) Which will hopefully get the attention of the people inside of it. After which, they will peep out their windows and see me. At which point, I will deliver a cantrip message to them to come down and let me on board. Okay, I, I am going to have to go look at the exact rules for this because I have to make sure that you can do that. Um, reduce, the target size is halved in all dimensions and its weight is reduced to one eighth of normal. This reduction increases its size by one category for medium and small, for example. Until the spell ends, well, what the fuck is the... Choose a creature or an object that is neither worn nor carried. They can't be unwilling because they don't know what's happening. It doesn't specify, it doesn't specify, (laughs) uh, like, a size limit. What the? I know. It's great. (laughs) A creature or an object. It's an object. object. (laughs) What's the duration on this? Up to one minute at concentration level. All right, cool. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> I'm not saying it will work. I'm just saying it's a very fun plan. It's This is a great plan. <laughs> What's your spell save? Because it does, I have no he, idea. he doesn't have to be aware to get... I'm hoping it's not wisdom. Um, it should be for charisma. Okay, then, yeah. I don't know what the spell save is. Yeah, 8 plus proficiency plus charisma. 14. Oh, man, this dude failed. Why would it... It doesn't get to do anything. It, it doesn't have to be aware of it. It just has to be willing or unwilling. I mean, it's a constitution save, not like a... Like, if it was like a wisdom or charisma save, I'd say, yeah, totally. He doesn't get yeah. a chance. But it's like like it's like it's his body resisting. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to say he did, but he failed. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, so the fucking house shrinks. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Everything inside of it shrinks, too. Every damn thing inside of it shrinks. Yeah. Um, oh, man. There's a lot of stuff inside of it. I'm trying to think if this has any kind of implication for any of it. I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, okay, listen. It shrinks, right? Yeah. Um, this is great. So I know. It starts to fall very quickly. And I want you to roll Arcana because there's a reason for it. But I don't know if you... I figured out. I mean, if you as a player can think of it. I definitely figured it out. 25? Cool. Um, you, you get diminishing returns on uh, the power output you can get out of things based on size. Is so this like, a physics thing or a magic thing? This is uh, physics. Okay. Like, 
like if it shrinks in dimensions, like it's like exponentially worse for the uh, for its ability to store energy. Um, I'm pretty sure that that's correct. We'll say it is for right now. Um, but he, it's his uh, like batteries or generators or whatever he has is not generating enough power okay. to continue to lift his laboratory. Okay. And it is falling, and it was like right above you, so it's like falling down to where you can catch it. Yeah. It's like eight feet across, though. No, six feet across. Oh, yeah. It's only half. That's and correct. And it's like one-eighth of its weight. Its weight is what? One-eighth. Damn. Okay. It's like light. I'm not saying I could catch it. I'm just saying, like, it's possible. Uh, yeah, for sure you can't. But I think that I think that you would be able to physically manipulate it. Like, like if you grabbed it and tried to move it, I think you would be able to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A cat has just stepped onto the table. If anything strange happens uh, sound-wise, that's why. It's Salem. Big, fat Salem. So, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, like eight-ish feet across now. Um, it starts to... Uh, that being the case, I'm, I'm, uh, I was thinking like the size of a baseball for a second. I no, guess it's that not that small. I guess that would have been pretty... Oh, it's not that small. Stop. Um, no, so... Yeah, I, I was thinking like the size of a baseball. Um, so yeah, it comes to about eight feet across. It doesn't like fall, but like it like loses altitude to the point where you can like reach up and touch it. And like if you do so, you can feel that you can like it's not like easy to push, but like you can like you yeah, can yeah. like man, like push it around and manipulate it if you want. Cool. Um. Anyway, this is uh, <clears throat> this is why I play D and D. Honestly, <laughs> um, that's fantastic. So, what is your uh? Oh, and by the way, you you were worried about how people would feel about magic, like uh, on the Transguild Promenade. People are like kind of happy about what you like. They're like, "Oh, that thing was a fucking eyesore." Um. So yeah, it kind of like comes out of the air, and I kind of like and kind of like push it in front of me. I think you're going to have to describe what you do instead of act it out. Okay. Oh yeah, this is an audio medium. Um, so I'm guessing it kind of comes down, like, above me, like you said. Yeah. So I kind of put my hands up, like, I'm about to raise the roof. We'll say the lowest part of it is, is it, like, eye level. Um, and I, oh. And do remember it does, yeah, and do remember it does have a trap door. And it's not, like, even and smooth like the other thing was. Like, you can find a handhold on it if you need to. Okay. Well, I'm going to need to put it down on the ground. Okay. Right? I mean, it's falling. That's what you said. Uh, yeah, well, when you, when I realized how big it actually was going to be, I, I amended it a little bit. It's like, like it, it lost altitude, but it's not like falling. It's not, it's now like oh. hanging where you are. So it's not like going to hit the ground. No. Cool. Then yeah, I'm going to kind of just like reach up and like, I'm going to like knock on the trap door. This is great. Um. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. I made you very small. <laughs> So the trapdoor bigger, but I gotta get in first. The trapdoor opens, <laughs> and like a very small, very angry goblin looks down at you. Um, he, he, is it is it Gaz Grizrov? Grizrov, uh, it almost definitely is, um, <laughs> because he is as described. He's got like just like shaggy brown hair and like a scruffy beard, kind of. Um, he's wearing like a pair of goggles, like is it people do? Um, <laughs> On, like, the right side, there's, like, this rail that has, like, various different lenses that can be, like, lowered or raised into, like, various different orders to, like, look at things. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, they're, like, all up, like, he's not looking at anything in particular. Um, or, like, he's not altering his vision in any particular way. I mean. um, and he's like, 
What is going on? Hi. I made you very small for a moment. Needed to get your attention. How about I make you very small forever? What do you want? <laughs> um, you have something I need. Well, technically, you stole something that I need. So I'm here to get it back. And I made you small so I can get it back. Oh, okay. At first, I thought you were after something. That's fine. Come in. <laughs> he, like, throws the trap door open and, like... Oh, in that case, come in. Okay, um, if I get in there, it's going to be too heavy. So how am I going to make this work? Here's you can what I'm gonna stop do. concentrating and it'll grow around you. I'm going to grab onto the inside of the door frame. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to stop concentrating. It grows and, like, immediately starts to raise. And, like, you're with it. And you did this in a really bad way. So you're going to have to make an athletics check to see if you hold on. Oh, damn it. Your strength actually isn't terrible. Okay, 21. Okay. Woo! Yeah, you managed, you managed to hang Woo! on. Uh, all the muscle that you've got from, like, moving Insane equipment around strength. and, like, shit like that. I, I actually, that, that's exactly why I put your stats the way I did. I, I figured she, like, does, like, manual work sometimes. Um, so, yeah, you managed to hold on just fine. And, like, you pull yourself up, I assume? Yeah, I, I shimmy on in. All right, great. So you're in, um, it's a, a landing stage, honestly, a lot like, mm, not a lot like the one you saw before. Um, it's shaped very different, actually. Um, like I said before, it's kind of like a split level house. Mm -hmm. um, so what you've got, you've got kind of like a low ceiling here and there's like some stairs um, that like go up to a landing that has like a door on the outside and then another set of stairs that'll go up to the actual like, um, <clears throat> Like upstairs section, but this is like a landing stage for like uh, receiving like like freight, like stuff, like shipments. The other one had like you know like a lot of stuff in it because they were taking a delivery. There's like nothing in this one. There's like an empty crate that's like turned sideways. You can see by the by the side. Um, Grizzrov is already like stomping up the stairs. Uh, okay. Um, um, kind of like looking at his fingers. He like pulls out a measuring tape to make sure it's the right length. It's right. You don't gotta worry. Um, I guess I follow him up the stairs. All right. So you, um, I, I, I've mentioned before that I am going to be rolling perception for you. Uh -huh. Like if it's just like a passive one. Oh my God. Oh my God. All right. So you walk in. And um, everything is great. <laughs> I mean, you're in a room. It's just, it's, it's really regular. Everything is so regular. You're, you're, you're Nothing is that impressive. There's like a table that he had been at. Really nothing like to take something. notice of. Yeah, there's, there's nothing to take notice of. Yeah, clearly. No, it's uh, the room, uh, the dimensions of the room basically do fill up the entire like like 15 or so by 15 or so um, feet that the, build, that the building craft. It's kind of a strange um, sort of thing. There doesn't seem to be much in most of the room. Okay. What's he doing? Well, he's just come back upstairs and he's like, um, well, this is going differently than I uh, originally imagined. So you're yeah. going to see a few things that you... You didn't plan for me to shrink a whole house down? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 originally, I thought you might get in here without him seeing you. And oh, he's gonna be like, mission? yeah, but this is fine. Know. This is great. Um, yeah, he's like, he like stomps over to the side, and now you're gonna see some shit that you wouldn't have seen with the roll that you had. Um, there, like, there's, 
not much in the way of like actual inventions like a lot of is it labs are like full of shit that they're doing um there's this there's something with like a tarp over it like by the wall and it's taking up a, a good portion of it it's like it's like six by six right um mm -hmm. and it's like sticking like it like three feet wide like sticking out from the wall and it's kind of like rounded at the top um that's the most honestly that you can make out of it um, he goes over to there and there's just, there's like a lot of stuff like clustered around it. Um, and he kind of like kicks a few things over, like moves some things and he like picks it up. Uh, he picks up the canister of ferroplasm that you were looking for. Mm. Um, and he just like picks it up and gives it to you. And he says, it didn't work anyway. It's fine. Did Take you, it. Did you use it? Uh, you actually do see that there is a little bit missing. Um, great. Um, he like, what didn't it work for out of curiosity? Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I point to my like insignia. <laughs> like, hello. Nobody has taken any interest before. Um, he like, <laughs> well, actually people have. For friend. <laughs> I've been laughed out of every lab here. He like rips the sheet off of the thing. Um, and what you see is... Um, a fuck robot. It's a fuck robot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got like this... Uh, you're actually... Like you don't know how he's going to fit this thing inside of him. No. Um, <laughs> it's like bigger than him. Uh, no, it's like, a, it's like a ring on like a bracket i suppose like on like uh, a base right okay and the ring has like five arms on it they're like folded up to like be like a part of the ring right uh -huh. now but like you could see they'd like like go down as and they all look like they're supposed to be holding something but none of them are um uh, one of them is holding actually like a syringe kind of thing that's actually got the ferroplasm in it um hold on i actually have a description of this item okay and I'm trying to, because there's a particular arrangement to it. Um, it. There are five of these arms in total. Um, it's kind of, the, the whole thing is kind of like a bare skeletal framework. Like, it's not, like, all there. Like, there's, like, pieces possibly missing. Um, but there's, like, um, f five, uh, as I said, of these arms are, like, kind of brassy looking. Um, each one, like, rotates on in place, like, on the ring. And has enough articulation to reach basically any point that would be inside of the ring's circular area. So, like, they can reach anything here. Um, and they are, like I said, like, rotated and folded against the surface. Um, two of the rings are on the front of the uh, thing, slightly above center. And three are on the back side. You can just barely see them, like, through the ring. Um, two at the... Uh, excuse me, one at the base and two on top. So it's forming, like... You can imagine it would form like a star. Okay. Um, can I roll to see if, like, by looking at this, like... Absolutely. Maybe I don't know, like, what it is, but, like, I know what certain pieces might... You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. Like, what I can glean from looking at it. What about it be rolling? Arcana? Uh, yes. Um, also, this may be important when you figure it out at some point, but the, uh, the, the ferroplasm is in the... I think this is... Shoes... Did I do? Did I explain it wrong? Hold on, let me try to figure it out. Yeah, I fucking wrote this shit wrong. I didn't make it make any sense. Um, there are two slightly above center in the front, uh, slightly below center in the front, 
and then three forming an ups uh, an upside down triangle. Yes, okay. forming an upside down triangle. I'm so sorry. Um, the the left hand one on the front that's like slightly below center uh, is the one that is holding the ferroplasm. All the other ones, uh, as I mentioned, are currently empty. Okay. Uh, okay. Here I go. Seventeen. So, in addition to the the ring and these, like, arms, um, on the kind of base that it has, like, on either side, there's, like, two, like, glass canisters, um, exactly the kind that is, that, like, any it machine would be, like, storing up a bunch of, like, arcane power in. They are currently, um, uh, mostly empty. You can see, like, a little bit left in there, like, they just recent, like, just recently, like, discharged all the power that they or almost all the power they would have had. Um, you, uh, I'm trying to think of how much you would guess about this device. So, magic in the world of D&D, and we have, ex- I, we talked about this briefly on a previous game, but it's, it's made out of something called the weave. Um, and it's basically like these threads of magic, like woven together. Um, the point on the syringe type thing, um, it, you've seen something like it once before at like, like when you were first joining the Is It Lab um, and you were just kind of given a tour, you saw something like this in one of the t- labs like near the top of Nivix, like a really fancy kind of place. And you remembered that it was kind of like offhand, like he didn't think you'd understand or care, but like it was explained to you that it's meant to like pick into the weave and like try to manipulate it. Um, he, Grizzrob, of course, did say whatever he has tried to do here did not work. Okay. Interesting. Um, anyway, I could get that little, little bit of that ferroplasma back. Ah, I had forgotten. I'm sorry. Here. He, like, goes over <laughs> and, like, takes it off and, like, tosses it to this you. This was such an easy guy to deal with. While he's, like, uh, looking at you the second time... As he like hands it to you, like as soon as his hand comes off of it, he like brings it up to his weird little goggle device, like slaps a lens down and like and, like squints at you, um, and he starts like doing like various different combinations of lenses. Mm. Who are you? Uh, May. He like rotate like moves his hand as if mm-hmm. to say like continue, as, as if there's like definitely gonna be more to like. Uh, May, I work for. Is it? I point to my little thing uh work in the metallurgy lab just a research assistant under who frank it's morty morty (laughs) (laughs) he he like kind of like slaps his head as as like that makes sense sorry uh for the theft (laughs) why i mean really i mean sure yeah that's all you need to know (laughs) (laughs) he like keeps like looking at you kind of weird and he's like okay okay Anyway. Have a wonderful time. Enjoy the feral Yeah, can you, um, you know, maybe squirrel me back down? Like, like, as you're, like, asking him to put you back safely on the ground, he's, like, already at his desk, like, kind of, like, writing, like, formulas onto a piece of paper. And he looks back at you and says, there's a rope ladder on the, in the trap door. Love it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, uh, I roll down that ladder and I scurry on out of there with my ferro fluid. Ferroplasm. Ferroplasm. Ferrofluid is a real thing that's really cool. Ferroplasm is made up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, so yay, yeah, your I mission has been successful. You actually not only retrieved the ferroplasm that he had left in the container, but you actually got the rest of it too. Which I know. you might not have if you had done this some other way. All I had to do was ask. It was so weird. Um, yeah, he uh, he didn't have a particular invested interest in it. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna tell you too much more anyway. Cool. But uh, yeah, I love your shrinking the the floating base solution. <laughs> um, but we're gonna go ahead and leave it off here. You um, are on your way with uh, base pretty successfully. Not it didn't take you that long. It didn't take me that long. I didn't hurt anybody. I didn't get in trouble. Yeah, I just did my thing. Man, where are uh, where are murder hobos when you need them? Literally. Anyway. Good job, Anyway. Good job, Ella. Thanks, babe. Hope potential listeners have enjoyed this.